So welcome back uh, here to Liquid Lunch. It's me, Hugh, and Sandra here is Hello. here. Hello. And actually, this is uh, we're doing this on a Sunday morning, a Hi. rainy <laughs> Sunday morning. So uh, everyone's working o- extra overtime. Just got the just here. got out of the shower look. <laughs> yeah, even though you haven't, <laughs> I got you haven't had a shower in weeks. No, <laughs> but you just look like <laughs> you had a shower. Shut up. <laughs> Who needs to when it's raining every day? All you have to do is go outside. <laughs> well, we we okay. Let's let's get right down to it because uh, we have. Uh, what some scientists have called the greatest mystic of our time here in the studio. Uh, we have the seer Almin joining us. And an she's, honor, uh, Almin. Thank such you honor. so much, Sandra. Thank you. She's in Toronto on her way to Killarney yes. for a special event. And uh, we are uh, very uh, lucky to uh, Just back from Moscow too, right? Just back from Moscow. Yes. And Belgium. And Belgium. So did you do the same kind of thing out there that you're doing over in, um, in Killarney? Yes. In fact, every, no, it's it was lecturing. Okay. And every lecture is different than the one before because they're always brand new information. Oh. So. Interesting. Okay. So let's talk, where, where do we begin, Almi? Maybe you can give us a little bit of an introduction to the work that you do. Well, um, first of all, I have produced 23 books and there's about an equal 10 still sitting on the editor's desks but the information is flowing so rapidly what I've just finished is the 300 Lemurian angel transmissions um, a, a massive volume of work given by these angels in their languages that needed to be transcribed and then translated by myself and um, last year we finished it took a quite a while as well as you can imagine, the 300 Atlantean angels. And they similarly gave cosmology insights into personal life, into the human potential, into beings that they call the original ones that are walking amongst man that are not the same species. Can they look like humans? Absolutely. And most of the major light workers of the earth are part of this group. And they're they were created before man. So when you say the original ones, um, these beings that are not human, are we talking, um, is one maybe Pleiadian, is one Assyrian, are we ta- is that what we're talking about? No. No. Okay. Apparently the earth is their home. Okay. Um, very strange revelations have come out of the records that I had started translating and I have translated uh, I handwrite it all, and it, it's meters high. Okay. Um, but they speak about the Earth as the cradle of civilization, and that it's an immortal planet. They speak about that sh- she did not originate in the star system, and that um, after the last Big Bang, she has come through several star systems, which is why she rotates opposite to all the other planets in our solar system. Um, but they speak about the original ones. Some of the records call them the gods and goddesses of Agawavanti, which means source. Some call them the gods and goddesses of the throne, uh, the original ones, um, the firstborn. They have, they're called by different names in these ancient records. And um, they are from the earth, and apparently humanity is a later wave that came through them of creation. So, Are they male and female? Absolutely. In fact, they have forgotten who they are. The Hopis have spoken about these original gods and goddesses and asked the question, where are they? 
the Navajo who got much of their spirituality from the Hopis have okay. asked the same thing. Okay. Um, they are the major light workers of the earth that go, who dropped me here? What am I doing here? I don't belong here. I don't understand the choices of mm -hmm. humanity. I feel like a stranger in my family. And these are they. And these are mostly the people that are being that are gravitating to my work because of the cutting edge material. So now I've heard that uh, a lot of, you know, that one way to look at this planet versus other planets is that this is a difficult planet to be on because it's, uh, uh, it's w w there's a political structure that well, doesn't the duality really, too. and the economic structure doesn't really allow the kind of freedom that people uh, or beings Enslaving? are used to or want. And even humans now, it seems that people are waking up to the fact that we're not really free human beings. We're slaves to the economic system, the political system, and to the, the elite powers that kind of govern it all. Yes. Um, what's going on? <laughs> if there is something like that in our environment, it is because there is something like that within us. So we can actually trace every single thing that you mentioned, including the, the elite powers, and find the origin within us. And since about 2007, I have been translating and receiving material that advocates sacred government through self-government, based on this principle, that you change it within and it must change without. Um, so just to, to get back to that, no, it's not an easy planet to be on, but it doesn't mean in any way that it has less value. Because the star planetary systems, and we've re been receiving uncustomary amount of transmissions lately from them, they have what is called the horizontal perspective. Mm -hmm. it, it is expanded, much like the masters in the Himalayas, you know, sitting in meditation. They, they live that way. You, that's the, the horizontal axis. Man is the vertical axis. The horizontal axis gift is that it can see very far and very wide. You can ask them a question about the moon, they can access the information. Man's talent and gift is depth. The vertical axis is like a very small bright light on the ceiling. The horizontal one is large and diffuse their ability of analysis and various other gifts is very unique. Primarily, the biggest gift that man gives the cosmos is the fact that it is right here where the unknown is turned into the known through experience. Now, why is it as hard as you say? Mm -hmm. Because in the vertical axis, so much has had to be suppressed to create this constricted perspective mm -hmm. that the end result is that you have very big difference between poles. Um, the plus and the minus in the world of opposites is very polarized, so it's a very polarized life. The bigger apart the poles are, mm -hmm. the more adversity there is to give you the impetus to change. So how do we... So is the, is the idea then to try to get the poles less apart for less emotional turbulence? Um, you can go to the middle, which is what we think of as holy, but what it actually will create is stagnation. 
and okay. stagnation invites opposition in the form of very painful destructuring. A good example are the indigenous peoples of our, of our world. Okay. The painful way in which they were forced to change out of stagnation right. that didn't evolve. So the ideal would be that, with, that you lose the judgment of favoring one pole over the other through perception, for instance, good over bad. Obviously, we favor good. Well, it's not that obvious. Bad is, okay. is not what we think it is. It's actually something that from the large perspective is also just infinite presence unfolding, but we can't see it. So the goal is not to live in the middle where there is no polarity. The goal is to live both at once. If you take, for example, um, the most basic of polarity, which is activity, proactivity and receptivity, mm -hmm or rest and doingness, beingness and doingness. The goal is that you rest while you're doing. Mm -hmm. That's an example of integrated polarization. Can you, can you give us an example, Almin, of what that means? Um, yes, for example, when you cease to oppose life, it's like you live in the eye of the storm. Okay. And there okay. is just this incredible calmness in the midst of the most hectic airport schedule okay. business that you might be running they're both the activity and the rest now is synchronized now that sounds like an ascended master to me um actually that belongs to the god kingdom okay ascended mastery is in the horizontal level and they become very stagnated okay it's in the god kingdom where you start to integrate these opposites and step one is to lose the judgment okay so um, can we talk a little bit about the difference between Ascended Master and yes. God? Are you okay with that? Yes, I am. Okay. okay I'm very happy <laughs> to. Okay. Um, the stages of man are basically ego identification, which is a very contracted vision. Ego identification. The next level is God consciousness. And then the third level is Ascended Mastery. Okay. And um, I've mapped these out, in fact. So the ascended okay. mastery is, uh, each of these have three stages. Okay. In the ascended mastery, what happens is the mental body completely changes. The fields that, that are supposed to be the mental body, okay, yes. they create what we call um, a, a metamorphosis in that you start to do automatic living. I went into the ascended mastery levels at the first level of the three stages I went into for that was on the 5th of January 2005. So you became an ascended master, is that what you mean when you the went? The first level of it. Okay, okay. Because it, each of these stages has three levels. Okay. In um, ego identity, it is the initiate, the adept, and then the one who has mastered himself through the, and the environment. Okay, okay. In God consciousness, you have the emptiness, then you have the bliss, then you have the combination of the two, and in Ascended Mastery, it is the same. There are these three phases. Okay. okay. So uh, when I went into the first phase of Ascended Mastery, the body does not become immortal till you go into the second phase. Okay. And, but at this phase, the mental body starts to transform. Okay. Okay. In fact, you should call it transfigure. Okay. Um, and at that point, I would lecture for hours and not have any idea what I said because there's no thought preceding it. 
So there's no memory. No memory. Okay. Yes. Okay. In fact, that gets to be a little disconcerting. Um, eventually, you learn that you don't need memory because you can know what you need to know. Well, doesn't it suggest, too, I mean, if you have memory, you're not in your present moment. Exactly. Okay. And so you memory, can just access the information as you need it. Yes. Okay. Okay. Exactly. Okay. 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 So, so, so Ascended Masters, I would have thought that that would be the ultimate goal, is to become an Ascended Master. It is and stay in humanness. But then you talk about God consciousness. Yes. Okay, so... And not God consciousness, God actually. God kingdom. Okay, God kingdom, God, sorry. God consciousness is just loosely what we have termed uh, the expansion that most of the Far East masters go into. Okay, It's okay. the middle stage of the three stages of man. Okay. Ascended mastery being the third. Okay, okay. At the top of ascended mastery, you are in such a vast expansion that you have hardly any emotion. But you need that emotion to be able to break through the membrane that separates the kingdom of man from the God kingdom. Okay. So how would you know? Are you, if I may ask, are you, have you reached the God kingdom yet? See, a lot of the people coming to my classes are in fact from that kingdom. Okay. It's just a matter of remembering it. And many in my classes have gone through and remembered that and have begun to live from that level. They've known that they're that, but they keep getting pulled back into the human grid. Okay, and now is it, is it fair to say that they are the original ones as well? Yes. Men, the, now, it's absolutely available to humanity and to every kingdom. Even if you're not an original one? Yes. Okay. The original ones were created in the God Kingdom. Humanity can go to the God Kingdom. Right, okay. Um, so, you're, how many? Can you give us a number as to how many original ones there are? Yes, um, and incidentally, I mean, to go into the God Kingdom has become really so much easier okay. the more that I've gone in. Okay, so they kind of help to it's amplify been so it. So easy. Okay, it took me eleven hours of intense emotion, and the first time I failed because I used an emotion that was familiar to me, which was pain, but it's not a real emotion. So I, when I tried that again, because I had to shatter the membrane, right. okay. um, it took me 11 hours. It's like that for, for, at this point for people who remember. So when you say it took you 11 hours, what did you do, just cry for intense, 11 hours? Intense, intense okay, emotion. Okay, okay, okay. And when it shattered, it blew out all the lights in my town, okay. all the handheld recorders, all okay. the... Really? Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yes. So I, I... I hope you're having a good day today. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully the rain might act as a, 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 a not a high conductor. Yeah, right? Take hopefully. that down a bit. Um, so is, is, is it fair to say then that you don't suffer those emotional extremes or do you still... I mean, you have a daughter. <laughs> So, so I, I'm thinking. She gives me emotional extremes of intense joy. Okay. So, is there ever intense any joy. worry? Do you ever worry, or do you ever have any fears still, Almin? Do you? Um, first of all, emotion is for me something that is evolving. Okay. So, emotion even eight months ago would be okay. different. Okay. Eight okay. months ago, I would tell you that I really enjoy the once or twice a year 
that I, that I really get furious. And normally I realize that it is because I'm standing in front of a wall of illusion uh -huh. that I've tried to get beyond, which hasn't worked. Okay. So I okay. go away by myself and I get really nice and furious. Okay. And then I say, what can I see now that I could not see before? Okay. Okay. So the, the suppression of what we view as negative emotions, it only brings it out in jagged form. We should not be afraid of them. They have served a purpose. Okay. But eventually, um, there's ways to go beyond it and use more pleasant tools. And this has been evolving for me over the last, say, six months. So the emotions at this point are just ripples in a pond. You know, and okay. I do have a teenager, and the intense rapture and bliss and joy that she gives me is indescribable. Beautiful. Do you, I've been dominating you. Do you want to ask? Because I have other questions. Do you? Uh, you. Okay, go. You go. Ben. Okay. Um, so, and I see now I just forgot. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, okay. I forgot. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I, w I wanted to say we don't have too much time left, okay. unfortunately. But I did skip her one question, she, though. Which yeah. She asked me how many original ones. Oh, yes. Yeah. And there were 144 created, and within the next nanosecond, a wave of 144,000. That's what I was How does that happen? That was the number that hit my brain exactly. before you answered the question. Yes, you, you've tuned in. So wait it. a second. <laughs> How did 144,000 come out of the 144? Um, it's not things. that they came out of it. It's that okay. they were created as two axes. Okay. And that supports the God Kingdom. Okay. Because you need to create the four directions, so to speak, to create a space for any kingdom to express a particular reality. Okay. okay, okay. I remember the question, thank you. Um, so the question was, you said you have been getting a ton of downloads, a ton of transmissions yes. lately. Is there a particular reason for that? Is there, um, yes. what's going on that you're receiving there so much? There is a particular reason, and it's the ending of 2012. Okay. See, at the beginning of 2012, I, s I gave the possible problem areas, and then I told the those that are doing this journey with me all over the world actually that this is the way we prevent them but one of the things that was done is time is like a big tube torus like a donut folding on itself and you can elongate the, the donut and actually elongate your time hundred so so in 2012 we elongated time 2012 technically is a condition it's when you hit the center of the donut where all this karma is kept. Okay. And that's when all the dickens breaks loose. Except that we elongated it so it took longer to reach the center. I had told them that at the end of 2012 there would be an asteroid and a meteor that could strike the Earth. Okay. It ended on February the 13th this year, which is 2013. Okay. And that's the day that the meteor hit Russia, injuring a thousand people. We had two of our very best workers there that walked this journey with me teaching. Okay. And the asteroid at that same time passed the Earth narrowly by. Wow. We had prevented it. They said they would come at the end of time. Okay. Linear time as we know it ended on the 13th of February. So what took its place? Uh, what, yeah, what are we doing now? Because I'm, it's time like is different 10.30 now. right now. 
Yes. So what does that mean now? Um, it's not what is the reference point because okay. 1030 is the reference point okay. that the rest of humanity uses so we can synchronize that we're both and all three of us going to be here in the studio. So it's a measurement. It's actually the fluidity of it. Okay. For example, um, I wrote um, 900 pages handwritten material, which is three books. Wow. Karnish Balvas Patar, which is a healing method, um, the book of alchemy given by the angels, and uh, the other one was the complete Toltec healing system. I wrote it in five days. And just by closing my door, having food brought and put in front of my door once a day, and went into this timelessness without any stress, sleeping when I'm tired, writing when I'm not, and many trips out of the room, because the angels took me to the, a place in the at Atlas Mountains. Okay, okay. Um, it, it was so fluid, it was effortless. I was never fatigued and wrote that in a week. So, I mean, what, why are you doing this do you what what is what do you feel your purpose is for all doing all of this and i thank you yeah. for this because it's it's so it's so i think helpful to humanity to where we are but is there why are you if you can explain why you're doing this okay is there a specific um, reason or is there a time is it a crucial time again or? that is something that evolves and secondly okay. that is a big enough question it really would occupy an hour so i will okay. summarize it for us as okay. best I thank can. you okay first of all tremendous tremendous tools we have four different yogas we have the arasatma breathing techniques of the ancients that has established the full use of the pranic tube Okay. The pranic tube we're aware of is only used when we're awake. During death, the rest of the pranic tube, which goes from the base of the spine into the ground, is used. Okay. If you use the whole pranic tube, you're actually functioning as a resurrected being because you're living life and death at the same time. Tools like that. We have got oh. the most incredible healing methods that have been given to us I, I saw a group of spiritual bar butterflies fly through a window. I was in a class into my forehead. I started writing, and by 7 o'clock the next morning, I finished. Wow. And I wrote this body of Belvas Patar as a healing method. So the tools, they are so magnificent to create a reality for ourselves where we can be in the world but not of the world. And we're, I mean, so we're at that time where we can do that. Humanity wasn't always at the time where they could have that level of realization, was it? Um, even humanity is in different realities. Okay. You okay. know, sometimes you just feel somebody's very dense. Yes. Whole different yes. reality. Yes. We have God beings walking among them. Okay. Okay. They can usher in heaven on earth. They just need to learn how to use their full bodily capacity. There's a different hormone that they excrete. There is a more complex DNA structure, structure with 300 chambers, like a DNA rose. Okay, okay. So the first is, is the fact that it brings forth these tools. Okay, okay. The second is this. When you are a lucid dreamer and you're in the dream, then you know 
that you can't stare at something for a long time, like there might be a precious gem, you can't look at it too long because it pulls the dream out of its context. Okay. Yes. You have to look and then look away. Look, look away. Okay. You're a lucid dreamer, you know you're dreaming, you want to study something, that's how you do it. Um, we're in a massive dream. Okay. And we also have to keep moving in terms of the exploration of the self as everything. Now there's a couple of ways that we move. We're either forced by the adversity in life to move this way, that mm -hmm. way, this way, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, or we can move through questions. Okay. Every question has got so many answers, really there are no questions or answers that you can hold on to. But the reason for asking them is that you ask where you feel your inspiration and that's where your life leads you. So it's an impetus for creating movement, not only for myself, but for everyone that joins me on this journey because every day there is new truth and we hold on lightly to truth because we realize it's simply a river that flows. So I move because you know, to stand still is basically to invite adversity. And then the third thing is, okay. can you imagine the passion of standing in a library that nobody has stood in for eons and having tablets up to the ceiling and gold canisters full of scrolls? And people can see some of these in interdimensional photography when they go to interdimensionalphotos.com. Okay. And I have the great privilege to speak these languages, to hear the languages, to translate them, and to every single class I teach is new. Every book I write, I never knew before. How, how incredible is that? See, you just read my mind. I was just going to ask you if you could speak about some of those, I guess, beings. Uh, would you call this channeling? Or it's not, but I call it that so people think they know what I'm talking about. But um, it's a conversation, and I'm... Okay, so okay. Are you remembering what you're saying when you're speaking? Because a lot of channelers... They don't know what they're saying. Right, they come out of it... And it's actually moment. better that they don't, okay. unless they're highly attuned to what they are feeling the other is saying. Okay. Oh, what is it that you wanted to hear? Well, um, Angelic languages, there's Lemurian angels, 300, there's 300 Atlantean angels, there's the craft that has been following us around, which is Arcturian. Okay, how about that one? Arcturian. Let's yes. talk about yeah. the Arcturian craft following us around. And in fact, around. four days ago, a craft came in from Andromeda and they're, I haven't spoken to them yet at all, but they're the Karsana, the Karsana race from Andromeda. They gave me some of their music in about four years ago. So the only time I ever had any communication. I asked them to give me music from their planet and they gave me a Beautiful. children's song, their children's song. Where what? is it? I um, mean, is it? Yes, it's available. It's um, on um, Children of the Sun, is okay. the CD. Okay. Available from my website. So. Okay. Now you just recently said you've just gotten into touch with the Arcturians. And They've been giving incredible. I've now had, um, I guess it's it's 109 transmissions from them in the last two months, 
and we photographed their ship from different angles. Our sister Hannah from New York is the one that did that. And ca are they online too, Almin? Those um, photos? Yes, okay. they are, and we'll have to give you that because I'm not computer literate. Okay, okay. Maybe okay. what we could do is if you can email them some of those pictures, we can intersperse oh, them like would right now when we're talking about We'd be delighted to do that. that. We'd be delighted to do that. Okay. And what? Okay. Oh. So shall I do their language for yes, you? Yes, please. So, if you can. It's a canaba kids get can makutukuni, sikinima akakanihe. Akana asukuni ekpakani kitaka. We greet you. It is our great privilege. Our time of waiting is over to speak with you freely. Mikit kana atke ko enehekar ahana. Biskats kutskaichik. Akte ikanama kutuku. A committee was chosen. Some of our people have been matched with some of your people in order to become friends. We are not here as your teachers, but your friends. These are very exciting times to be visiting your planet. For a new reality is being created. We see that there are angels also that wish to speak. We therefore bid you goodbye. But we shall be here for another on your calendar two months. Okay, so do you want to bring in the angels then? Amen? It's many of them. Um, Lemurian angels. Well, the Lemurian la angel la language has only 20 letters in it. It's an alchemical number, a part of an alchemical sequence. They don't have R's or W's or Z's. They don't have F. Okay. Um, and, and there's one other, I forget now what, which one it is. We have given you 300 pieces of information. This brings to a close the massive loop of time of the cosmic year, which has 300 days. It is the equivalent of a God being's DNA. There are 300 sound chambers in the DNA of those of you among men. So you can see that our cosmos is actually in God, in its Godhood. In, and to, for, in order for you to hear the Atlantean angels, Kres marach urach kenevesirek berach kereshatai, nan surk perikre, maruch kravarach kasarat, pesh pla uch krus, nech vekre erik nesaruch, baravich, we speak further of the 300 concepts for we too carried 300 insights for you. 
it is the insights that were not gained and kept open the 300 positions in the large elliptical orbit of the cosmic year. By gathering them all together and delivering them to you, which has now been translated, we close the big loop of time. Sherek nasuch berkra, mespar urne vechkla usebevekereva, simikra userekne, stauch harabek vetla unat. The the um, concepts we keep is for the 300 positions the cosmic rotates, sp spirals through when it is in its position of life. Okay. These are of the white light. The Lemurian angels hold the concepts of the 300 positions of the black light, which is where the cosmos rotates through in its position of death. Okay. We appreciate this time to tell you. As the macrocosmos, so also the microcosmos, which you are. So, okay. Um, so you've given us the two angels, Lemurian Atlantean and the Arcturians. Um, the Arcturians are here for two more months, I think you said. That's what does to that me. mean? Does that, where do they go after that? And why are they here for two months well, only? We can ask them. Okay. Because I, I just want to make clear these are conversations, and I'm oh. translating the conversation. It's not in any way channeled. Okay. So we can have a conversation back and okay. forth. Okay, okay. In fact, for the first time, because I, you know, I have such a deluge of information coming any day that I try and do only what's in front of me. So I totally have not, except here or there, I know they've gathered around retreats we've held, but I have ignored transmissions from them. And it's for the first time that we've really sort of opened the gates in a way that people can ask them questions. Mm -hmm. Okay. And at the end of January, um, we ha are going to have a, um, a cruise in the Caribbean that's a star transmission symposium and I've got a promise from them that they will be back then this particular Arturian ship to speak to my class and as well the Pleiadians and as well the Plegvar. The Plegvar are from Alpha Centauri okay. which is one of the two stars in the southern hemisphere in the southern cross. It's actually next to the Southern Cross. Okay. So okay. those are the three that I know will be there for people to ask. Okay. Okay. And one of the fascinating things is they say that they have history for us that we don't have of our own planet. Um, We have gathered information from your planet's rocks, from your gemstones, and from your plants. We are taking this back to Arcturus. Okay. It does not take us long to get there. For we travel in a nanosecond 
through hyperspace. It but takes us a few hours to travel far away from your solar system so that we do not make a tear in the space-time envelope. So we take this back to the planet. There is great excitement there because they have been sending transmissions for individuals. And I will say that this actually is temporarily, while they're here, and I don't know if other star groups are going to speak to us, the most exciting project which we've had for some time they don't just give us transmissions for individuals, which okay. is a product we sell. They give us artwork that they do just for that individual, which I was shown, because I'm not computer literate, I was shown how to generate on a computer so that you get your transmission and you get the artwork because they feel that what they're talking about is often outside of our range of experience, but if we feel the art, we will feel what they're saying. Mm -hmm. okay. It's extraordinary. You should see the art. Every one that I've done, I feel completely changed. Maybe you could send some of those as well, and we'll splice to. them into this video as well yes. at this moment. That would be great. I would be happy to. Now, we don't have a lot of time left. I wish we could spend, you know, five hours <laughs> yeah. uh, just to continuing to have this fabulous conversation. Yeah. But um, now you're on your way to Killarney. Uh, for a, 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 can you tell us a little bit about this? Uh, yes. What's happening up in Killarney? It started last year that I could see that part of why we were given this instruction is that we had to bring the frequency in North America, which is Canada and the US, we had to bring the frequency component very high. And in Russia and the satellite Russian-speaking countries, we had to bring the light very high. So in the first three months of last year, I wrote three books for Russia that were translated into Russian. Okay. For here, what we planned is to boost the frequency in the following way. We had a week of total silence in Killarney, where I did just a, a blessing on each person each day. It was totally silent. And then we had, over the, the, the solstice, we had 72 hours of music I had received from so many different beings and groups and kingdoms. 72 hours of what is called, one. it was 1,000, I think it was 1,200. No, it was 1,440. Aha, uh -huh. there's um, that number again. Yes, it was 1,440 earth chants. And there's a longhouse there. And on the time that that's, that silence ended, for 72 hours, these earth chants were played, and some, and they were played all over the world. Like, for example, we're doing this again. But this time we have the Arturian transmissions and their translations. We have 109, and we've got, um, we show their art as well, and then we've got, um, at that time, also the angels, the Atlantean angel music. The Atlantean angel music, there's 300 pieces. Wow. But wow. there's a silent retreat being held in Moscow, in um, Genk, in Belgium, um, as well as in um, 
Kiev in the Ukraine. You have all of this us. going on with yes. Okay, wow. Yes, okay. and all over the United States, my students are joining us wow. here in Canada as okay. we do this. Wow. But okay. we've got a long house, and people bring their sleeping bags, and round the clock. Do you know that for some, some of my students have walked this journey with me for ten years, and I have never seen such dramatic evolutionary changes in them as from that week with that sound. Isn't that amazing? Now, can people still sign up to join you in Killarney? Um, yes, it starts in a day, it starts tomorrow. Oh, so but they are okay. certainly welcome to contact our facilitator and that would be on our website. Okay, so what's the website that, we can, that people can check out? Um, I have no idea. <laughs> Do, She's not very computer literate, remember? No, I can't see my own Okay, ask the Arcturians. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Arcturians will tell you. Arcturiasjourneys.com and then click on the store and follow the, the menu that says retreats. Okay. So, all right. So okay. people can go to uh, spiritualjourneys.com and then there's a button there, store. People could click that and then, then follow the retreats. And they'll get to this. Uh, I do. Have, I have one. a quick, quick question. Yeah. Um, is there a difference between the Arcturians and the angels and the rules that they're playing, or their vibration, or their dimensional? Um, is there a difference between these beings? Um, it's absolutely huge. Oh, okay. It's, it's huge. Okay. It's, it's apples and oranges. It's very dramatic. Okay. And and what is very interesting too is that for the first time, and this started in the beginning of May, we have angel gods. There's 441 angel gods on earth. Angel gods. Well, uh, on earth and as in the angelic god. So they're not the original ones? No, they're angels. Okay. Any species can be and so then what are, to what are, Okay, and then the Arcturians, what are they then? They're Arcturians. And so they're, they're just another species? Yes. Okay. Almeen, we would love yes. to have you back sometime, and maybe for a whole day. And we could just uh, have a great, We're you know, we'll just have a lot of fun. and just have and she a, can't go anywhere. A great conversation all that day. That would be wonderful. Actually, we can schedule that. Um, I believe that I'm back in September. Okay. <gasps> and if I fly in a day early, if you are serious about yeah, that, yes, we are. I will make my whole day available to you. Okay. Well, let's have fun. We'll have Kay, a great day. Kay, you were serious about this. I know. So am I. Okay, so this so, is September. September, yes. yeah. Okay, so I guess we'll be con let us know because I'm going to hold you to that. Yeah, we'll do that. So okay. thank you, Elmi, for coming in I'm today. You're very thank welcome. You. It's my great pleasure. So and I hope you have a great uh, retreat up in Killarney and uh, re help raise the frequency of North America for all thank of us. Thank you very much. And thank I have you. to say, you, you actually, you went into the topics. I, th I, so I don't know if I just created my reality because I thought something and then you said it. So I don't know if I read you or you read me. I don't know how that happened, but I didn't even have to ask those questions. <laughs> when we're one, I guess we just really don't. <laughs> we are one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's it's crazy Canadian humor. <laughs> so so spiritualjourneys.com. Also, Sandra was good enough. I don't know if she has links from her website. Not She's me, another Sandra. The other, the other Sandra, yes. but I think it's healingoftheheart.com. I mean, I don't know if you can uh, I think that's Sandra's website. Yeah, I, yes. I'm just giving that's that out because I'm yes, assuming yes. that there's some involvement yeah. here. So spiritualjourneys.com. Click on the store. Click on the retreats. And Good uh, luck at the retreat. Thank you for doing all the work that you do. Yeah.
I'm exhausted just talking to you. Thank you, my <laughs> sister. Right. And have a great summer, and we'll see you hopefully in September. Too. No, no, no. We're, we'll see you in September. Okay. okay. So that's it uh, for this special liquid lunch on a Sunday. We'll see you all. Oh. Next and it stopped raining and the sun is coming out. See, Ellen, yeah. thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I love rain. I love rain. The microphone rain. If you love football, yelling at television screens with friends, and wearing clothing with someone else's name on it, there's a seat waiting for you at Buffalo Wild Wings, where you can enjoy football food and football beverages on our new $5 game day menu. Cheeseburger and fries, brats, cocktails, and pitchers of beer are just $5 each. Escape to football and the new $5 game day menu at Buffalo Wild Wings. Price and participation vary by location, not valid with any other offer. Please drink responsibly.